Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Leslie. This is a fabulous season two. The first episode of this season was unbelievable. We were talking about hormones and the new age of medicine, which is all about energy medicine. And this episode is a beautiful next building block to that. You know that this platform is all about really taking yourself to the next level, hence the name of the podcast, of course, and really unlocking your potential and creating your best life. And I have dedicated my entire life to mastering all of these different strategies, going through the literature and experimenting with myself so I can bring you all the best things so that you can really, you know, do whatever it is that you want to, to create that authentic life and that fulfillment and that amazingness um, that you want and that you are, that you just be, that you just are. So my guest today is Lorenzo Lazur. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm very honored to be here. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. Oh, my God. So I have Lorenzo in the studio today because he is a master of many, many things. He is an inspiration to me. He actually inspired me to get on this carnivore diet that has been unbelievably transformative for me. And to tell you a little bit about Lorenzo, Lorenzo was a former um, professional tennis player, right? This was back in, was it France, right? Yeah, France and Spain mostly, yeah. France and Spain. Mm -hmm. um, he was a 2013 U.S. Tango champion, which is indeed. incredible. Thank he you. was a personal trainer. He focused on total body transformation for about six years, right? That's correct, yeah. And, and there's more, and there's more, everybody. <laughs> and he's a professional airline pilot, so he's That's not correct. just pretty, everyone, <laughs> and a champion in all athletics. He's got some brains to him, too. Thank, well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but what is really amazing, though, is, um, you know, Lorenzo, you've been so inspiring to me, like I said, and you've been, you know, getting to know you, you've, you really have a mastery of yourself in many levels and, you know, on your, in your mind and in your sort of interconnection, but the physical aspect is also really important too. And we've had conversations about this before the show. And, um, you know, again, I wanted to focus primarily as we start this episode about the carnivore diet and let's just help the listeners understand sort of what the carnivore diet is in your words. Okay, my understanding, the carnivore diet is pretty much feeding yourself with uh, uh, meat, all right, and most uh, the most uh, the highest quality uh, type of meat, which is, in my understanding as well, what I've been researching, understanding is, uh, well, of course, bison would be the the top uh, type of meat, and then going down the scale would be uh, bovine, you know, and cow, and then uh, uh, what we call this the sheep meat or the Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm from Europe, so some <laughs> of the terms will not be exact. So forgive the me sheep, for that. The sheep, the goat, the sort of the smaller beings, That's the correct. smaller well, animals. I uh -huh. would say the lamb, right? Lamb, 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 mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. lamb uh, meat, and then uh, after that uh, uh, would be pig. Right. Um, or uh, uh, as far as the the fish, I'm not completely sure where the scale is. I'm sure it's high quality meat, especially if it's mm -hmm. not uh, raised, farmed raised. So I think the fish could just fall into any any part of this. I think mm -hmm. it's, it's still very high, high in fat, which is also great in that type of diet. Actually, fat is very important. Actually, we, I'm sure we're going to talk about, about it a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, so t again, carnivore is yeah eating meat, but also not forgetting the fat, which is completely uh, unorthodox for what we used to hear, uh, avoiding the fat at all costs. And actually, it's, it's, um, it's probably more important or as important as the meat in that diet. 
Right. I have read in my my research as well, my experimentation, that some people are eating 80% fat yes. and the rest of the 20% is meat. Yes. And, you know, as I started on this journey, mm-hmm. this carnivore diet journey, I don't even like to use the word diet. This is not a diet. I'm not dieting. You're not dieting. No one's dieting. Mm-hmm. This is, <clears throat> there's two, just to clarify, People can use diet as I'm dieting down for something or diet as an meal or eating strategy or approach. This is a carnivore strategy. So this is how I eat. This is my lifestyle eating choice and as it is yours. So when people go through or they choose to embark on this carnivore strategy of eating, you know, it's really fundamentally fat based because you're not getting any carbs. You're basically mm-hmm. on an extreme keto. There's like this is keto times infinity yes. because you really aren't getting any carbs. Correct. Right. And so you, the, your body has to convert fat, protein, whatever into carbohydrates so it can be used. And it's a very slow conversion. You're not having the insulin spikes. So you're, you were talking about the different meat types. Is there a particular meat that you have gravitated towards or that you eat more to kind of, and what is your balance with the carnivore? Yes, actually, I'm, I'm glad that you, 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 you uh, brought back the, the, the type of meat because I don't want to leave our hunters out of the equation. Obviously, if you can hunt your own meat, it's even great. You know, so I'm talking about game meat as well. You know, bison, obviously, that's what the, the, was the preferred meat for the, you know, the natives. And we still have, you know, now, we have bison coming up in the, in the market and we can buy it. So it, it's a great quality meat. Uh, but also all the game meat is, is of course, prime, prime meat uh, because it has not been uh, altered or, uh, and, and it's, um, it's, it's natural, I would say. So yeah, not including the, the game meat. I didn't want to exclude that and I didn't mention it initially. So you gave me the opportunity to, to bring it back. Uh, but your question again about the meat. Yes, your prime meat. So yeah, game meat, bison. I would say, uh, and according to you know many sources, and uh, I would I would like to to cite uh, Dr. Anthony Shafi, which I watch a lot on YouTube. Uh, he's also my main inspiration. But um, he um, he said that, uh, and I and I and I concur to this because I feel much better when I eat uh, beef. Uh, it's much more nutritive. Uh, or bison, it's much more nutritive and and, and condensed in nutrients than than what would be uh, lamb or or even pig. Mm. So um, yeah. So that's so my it, understanding, and that's all my feeling in, about it. Yeah. So, is there a particular type of meat? Like, is it do you <coughs> eat ribs, or is it is it ground yeah. meat, or like what what type of? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a broad subject because first of all, when 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 people hear probably beef, they would say, well, what kind of beef? Grass fed, uh, you know, uh, hormone beef. So, uh, again, on my understanding, and I'll come back obviously to the, the your question, but uh, it's so much so much going on here. So the, the what I, I understand is that the 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 animal itself, with the, the help of the liver, filters all the bad stuff. Like we would say, the hormones, or um, even uh, if they are gra- grain fed instead of grass fed. Actually, according to this doctor, and I've exper- experienced uh, experimenting myself with the type of uh, different type of meat, and I didn't really feel any difference. Or, but um, uh, the liver filters all the bad stuff, and so what you get in the meat is a purified form of nutrients. And it's not this all this residual. So it's also a new understanding for me because I thought that the, the type of meat would be affected by a growth hormone, or and mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, apparently, it's not the case. Uh, um, if you leave, uh, if you start eating uh, organs, obviously now you want to, you know, you want to focus on grass-fed or n- and hormone-free uh, type of beef, uh, raised beef. But um, if it's just purely the meat, then it has been purified by my in my understanding and the, according to the doctors. 
by the, the organs of the animal. Right. And so um, uh, you were asking my, a question about the, the type of meat as well. Yeah, right? so, um, you know, <coughs> if it was ribs or, or oh, ground you. meat, you know, because there, there are different types of meat. Thank you. Um, like pieces of meat that you yes. get that have more fat or yeah. more collagen or like of course yes so what well in my hum humble understanding again because i'm i'm i mean i'm not uh, you know I've, I've been doing this for four months you know three four months and then it has been really transformative and i've done it intensively but in my humble understanding i think that uh, um, uh, like the, the quality of the meat for the ribs for instance the rib uh, the rib meat is is much more nutritious because it's closer to the bone and according again to from uh, the information I get from <coughs> excuse me from the doctors, um, <coughs> it's much more rich in collagen and fat. So it's uh, it, we'll talk about the fat again. Yeah. But uh, everybody knows that what uh, collagen does for yourself. You yes. know, it's, it improves your. Uh, Every yeah, TV <laughs> commercial with exactly. Jennifer Aniston and the freaking collagen. I mean, god damn it. I even bought that shit. I got sucked in and I don't even think it fucking works. <laughs> you got to eat the real stuff, the real collagen off the bone. I literally am eating like a lion. <laughs> Lorenzo has seen me eat ribs. I literally am like tearing the collagen off the bone. I'm just like, it's all over. It's like just a, like a mess. <laughs> a mess of oil and fat everywhere. I mean, it's so delicious, though, and it's yeah. very, it's very nurturing. So, yeah. um, I, I want to get into sort of why you gravitate towards it. I'll share a little bit about yeah. sort of my experiences. You're talking about the meat. I love ribs. Ribs are like so delicious. I crave them because mm. I need an enormous amount of fat. So, mm. for all of you out there listening, I I battled a lot with my um, my body. You know, I I did ballet. I was dancing since I was like five years old. I figure skated. I was you know um, competitive in all things. Um, you know, worked danced in a ballet company. Now I I dance tango as well and did bikini muscle competitions and won gold medals. So I've always wanted to be athletic and have some sort of a great body, but it's been ingrained in me. You know, this Western medicine approach and being a healthcare professional, I should not be eating fats and meat only. And this means no carbohydrates, no vegetables because of the oxalates, and an enormous amount of salt. And I know that sounds so crazy, and we'll get into the physi physiology of that and why it works mm -hmm. in a minute, but I was tired of fighting my body. I was tired of feeling these sugar cravings and feeling like I had to deprive myself, and then I would reflexively want to just eat a garbage bag full of fucking candy or gorge myself on on um, bagels. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't gorge, but the urge was there mm -hmm. to want to do that. And it, it's so interesting because one of my um, colleagues, who's a trainer, Dennis, mm -hmm. he also did bikini, or not bikini, sorry. <laughs> Dudes don't do bikini fitness competitions. He did whatever the equivalent is, the, the bodybuilding equivalent of, of the physique. And, um, and he and I would, we had, we, we both noticed like we were, Carb, we carb craved so often when we were dieting down and even when we were just living regular life. And so much so, we would actually text each other photos of candy when new candy would come out. I swear to God, over the pandemic, we were actually going to start a podcast about reviewing fucking candy because we were goddamn sugar addicts. Mm. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And I'm like, Dennis, there's something seriously fucking wrong with us. Like we <laughs> are supposed to be this representation of like 
bodybuilding and like, you know, and he's a nurse. He, he went into nursing and I, you know, was mentoring him through. I'm like, why is this not working? We're supposedly doing everything. We're supposedly the most educated, but here we are ravenous for sugar. And I just said, I fucking had enough. And actually two years ago, I had said to him, I had an epiphany. I said, you know what? I had a big ass steak, so much fat. And Lorenzo, you didn't turn your phone off. I did not. Uh oh. <laughs> Actually, I turned the volume down and I don't know why this is still going through. It's unbelievable. It's okay. So I have to you. razz you. Um, so I, I had this epiphany about this the steak. Like I didn't carb, I did not carb crave for about three days after the steak. And I'm, I said, you know what? Maybe we need to take more fish oils or, you know, because we're eating peanut butter and all that kind of shit, which as we know, all of the nut butters and nuts in general are very bad for you, like poisonous and high in oxalates. So anyway, mm -hmm. I, I knew this intuitively <clears throat> two years ago, but I still kind of was battling. So I went into carnivore because I was kind of evolving myself. I was coming into a higher state of being and understanding myself, and I wanted to stop fighting with myself. I, part of the next level for me was to come into unity and harmony with my physical body to stop fighting. Mm. So that uncovered as I was, you know, everything else was kind of starting to flow in my life. Mm. Holy shit. The the transformation that I've had with my body from this has been profound. Mm. So before I get into all the gross things that happened to me in my adaptation period of time when I went onto this I'm going to turn it over to you and I want to hear a little bit about what brought you into the carnivore and sort of what your experiences were um, getting through the adaptation phase. I know, yeah. Uh, so um, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, um, I think it was a pivotal moment for, for me when I felt really great with uh, my evolution, if we might say, you talking about finding yourself and trying to be very uh, uh, self-aware, and maybe that's the best way I could, I could say uh, what I was experiencing. And uh, through a friend, actually, who introduced me to that uh, notion of carnivore only, which is also, we have to say, we have to add it when, when I started to say carnivore is meat and no vegetables and no fruits, which are gonna shock a lot of people, like you were saying, and we'll probably explain why at some point too. Um, it's a broad subject, but yeah, to come back to my state of being, I would say I was I was reaching a, a point where I felt really, um, you know, in tune with myself, understanding who I was. You know, it takes a life, life lifelong uh, time to find out who you are really and what you desire and what you're made of, and um, in a very um, sincere, profound space. And I was, and and I think that diet came to me. Um, I wouldn't say by by uh, mysteriously. I think it's always something that you can. Uh, you know, uh, comes in, in the right time in the right place, and and uh, and it really did the, the the trick to get me to the next level. You know, which is really what you were talking about all the time, and um, feeling really um, completely in tune with what I was feeling with myself as far as the inside and also the physical aspect that brought it brought the physical physical aspect to the at the same level in which I was feeling uh, interiorly. So. And it fine-tuned my body. I didn't have to fight, like we were saying. I was always, always very in shape. Always, always uh, trying to master, you know, the the physicality and fighting inflammation, fighting, uh, you know, uh, injuries uh, like everybody else. 
but at, at that diet really brought me to the point where I didn't have to fight anything and uh, the, the fat dropped. I mean, I, had, I didn't have much fat because like I said, I was always at the top, trying to be at the top level, but with the great effort, it didn't come with, with the, you know, always uh, looking at dieting, mostly doing, um, you know, keto type diet or um, uh, I would say, what's the other type of, the, you know, uh, the like paleo. Paleo, like thank I you, thank you. I don't know yeah, all the logistics of all, stuff. Which all is, of them, yeah, but and paleo, keto, pretty much low on carbs, of course, avoiding sugar because you know it's, that doesn't help, any, and in alcohol, obviously, and all this stuff. So, uh, but this diet really, uh, I shrunk in four days. I totally shrunk all the, the extra fat I had without any effort. I was eating uh, abundantly. I didn't have to do. Uh, anything I didn't so have you, to you don't have calories. to count calories or carbs or anything or not carbs obviously there are no, no. but you don't you're not counting, counting or keeping anything. track right no, no. I mean I don't either it's just you literally eat a steak or a piece of meat you salt the shit out of it you throw a slab of butter on it and you just go to town that's right. and you're satiated that's correct yes yeah yes. so and I mean there yeah, we'll talk about lots and lots of salt yeah lots so of salt, yeah. so you were pulled into it because you were on it was very similar I think yeah. I I just felt like it was the next level I I there's only so much that I, my inner self, like my inner guidance, mm. whether you want to call it your higher self or just my godliness inside felt like the diet that I was on or the eating strategy I was on, I was, on was just kind of, I needed something more. I knew yes. that there was something more. I needed to create this harmonization between where my mind and the power of harnessing my mind and connecting with my inner truth was and and my physical body was now wanting to upgrade exactly. right we talked about regeneration the importance of that and we are both into like living forever that's correct truly mm -hmm. like being able to defy the the aging process which i totally believe is possible with everything that is now you know we're being we're discovering about ourselves and our our powers as sovereign creators and all that kind of stuff that's a whole other episode ladies and gentlemen but um you know we need to be able to pull our physical body into an alignment with where we're going. Exactly. And, um, you know, there's incredible regenerative capacity with this Correct. diet. So um, a couple of things that I wanted to circle mm -hmm. through, but when you were saying that you have inflammation, so this is from your, your dancing days, your, your tennis days, you had like knee problems, tendon, of course, yeah, yeah, the wear and tear, you know, the wear and tear and the inflammation that 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 uh, compounds with age and and also the the, the intense, you know, physicality of uh, whatever action or mm -hmm. or um, activity you 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 engaged into. But right. then this diet actually allows you to um, you know to lower the levels of oxalate that uh, that prevents you to actually heal during the night. I didn't know that, right. and so I when I heard that. Because I didn't jump on it because it sounded good and it sounded, uh, you know, yummy to me just to mm -hmm. eat meat all the time. It was, yeah. It was, Although it is so delicious, it is delicious to eat meat all the time. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yes. It but was, anyways, it yes. Was, uh, you're talking about regeneration, and I, and I really jumped on it because it, it said it will allow you to heal during the night, and oxalate doesn't allow you. They don't allow you to heal during the night, and so eliminating that. And nourishing your body with meat would, would allow you to do that. So I tried it. I felt, uh, I mean, obviously there was a transition period where I didn't feel that good for the for three or four days, and I can, we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I felt uh, in that period of time, four or five days after the, all the fat dropped uh, magically, that um, I didn't have the pains I used to have, you know, even the small little pains in the morning and or working out, you feel a little pinch here and there. Mm -hmm. It was gone. It was already gone so fast. And it, it yeah. just happened. And the thing is that it happens very fast. 
and it re the body is so beautifully made i believe that it reacted so quickly into i really had the feeling that the body was saying to me finally you yes. did it finally you found what i needed all your life it it's, was it was so loud it's so true yeah. and you know when i was five six years old I was underneath the table in the small little town I grew up in, eating butter, fingering butter into my mouth from the table butter. And literally, this little girl like, oh, this is so good. And my mom is like, get out from under there. That's going to make you sick. You can't eat that. My yeah. body knew, our, as children, we are pure. We know what our body needs. And I, since that moment, I was fucking fighting myself. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know... Coming into this, I finally feel like satiated. I feel like that that fight is over, and truly the same thing. Like finally, you realize what you you needed to step into. And so, the question then is, how the fuck did we end up here, yeah. where our society is now being pushed, the berries, the fruits, the you know little pyramid in Canada we grew up with the food pyramid. I don't know if you guys did here in the US or my European fellows listening, but like you had your grains, you know, your grains and your meat had to be this much. And the vegetables had to be like three quarters of your plate. We came upon this and I started researching a little bit more about how we made this transition in history. There was a time apparently, and there might be other variations or other reasons too, but as humanity exploded, there was only so much meat to go around and we had to like there's lots of famine in our lifetimes and all over the world and and not just famine from the the elements but you know people pillaging and you know and stealing food from other people so you, you had to figure out ways to eat when you didn't have meat meat was very scarce at times so we had to like adapt and then it just That's sort right. of became a culture i'm sure there were more intricacies and maybe political things or agendas i don't know don't care um but we are here we are here but what's paradoxical is that, and we've talked about this before, um, oxalates are very damaging and prevent the regenerative process, like you said. Exactly. And they are in fruits and vegetables and these things that we are being supported. As a medical professional, I was told how to eat a balanced diet to help people lose weight. But time and time and time again, people got diseased. There were times I would look a patient in the face. I'm doing everything you said, doc. She's thin. She has riddled with cancer, chronic kidney disease. She's on all the supplements, a laundry list of medication that we were trying to get her off of. It just compounded. And I didn't understand. She was literally doing everything right. Many reasons for it. But diet and the, the transformation I've seen in myself and you and other people that I know have been on the carnivore, it is so, it, it creates such an environment of calm and harmony and the inflammation literally goes away and oxalates being so damaging to the whole regenerative process is, is again, paradoxical because we're, we're being told to do it by healthcare professionals, yet when someone has a kidney stone the first thing you can look at on there, we've looked at very many uh, kidney specialist websites. The first thing to eliminate are oxalates. And they're in fucking everything. Mm. Oxalates are in everything, pretty much. I mean, I'm exaggerating. Not meat and not butter, but in all the vegetables and, and many right. foods. Course, yeah. And um, it's interesting because 
when I was slowly gravitating towards this before I knew that this is what I really needed to do, I loved, I loved bread and I loved cauliflower. And those are actually some of the lower oxalate foods mm -hmm. that exist. Um, so my body again knew. So, and even with like fiber, you know, people think, well, where are you gonna get fiber from? You, I think, actually told me about what um, gastroenterologists do, right? Oh, yeah, After was, uh, was someone has cancer. Interesting, when somebody has a colon cancer, they actually call, they, they, they cut all your fibers. So if the fibers was that good for you, what they, right. they, why are they, call, are they cutting all the fibers when you have the colon cancer, which is, you know, uh, uh, supposedly be prevented with the high diet, uh, um, high fiber diet. So it doesn't make a, a, any sense. And, um, and as, as far as personally, I experienced experience the fact that without the, the, the fiber, <clears throat> there's a there's a really a quiet that co gets in your gut really literally you can feel it it's it's uh you can sleep better because you don't have the you know sometimes you toss and turn and you, you wake up many times a night you don't know where it's coming from i believe that comes from you know, your your uh your gut brain that's yes. right i think i think it's, i asked you the, the term before because i didn't know i'm not a, a doctor as you are but it, there, there is such thing as that and uh, the, the peace comes from the the fact that you, you allow yourself to heal the fat as actually that you eat uh, in in in, uh, in in profusion with that diet is helping you really coat your your intestine. That's what it needs, mm -hmm. and also the fiber doesn't scratch and inflame your intestine all the time. And people think, well, it's 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 for me to clean my intestine. It's it, the the body is beautifully made. You don't need fiber. We're not we're not we're not cows. We are, are animals. Actually, we are closer to scavengers and then also carnivores or, uh, or hunters carnivores, but mostly car uh, something that is also struck me is that um, uh, the, our, our um, uh, pH on our stomach is actually lower than a cat and a dog. And so that would be probably very surprising to many people to hear that too. And the reason why is because when we've been designed uh, hundreds of thousands of years before, we were scavengers and also we became to, we started to hunt as well when we could. But we were, you know, breaking the skull of all the animals, eating the brains, the eyes, anything we could, and especially the fat, because we knew the fat would, you know, make us uh, survive. And we have, according to, of course, all the doctors, we have five uh, uh, organs that are designed to digest fat, and none, no organs to digest any vegetables or fruits. Right. I mean, design uh, by design, we're not even meant to dis to digest these type of food, and why, that's why uh, there's also. <laughs> The reason why we're not supposed to eat that, and there's not, and there's other things about consciousness and stuff like that we may talk about. Well, tell me about the consciousness. Well, yeah. Oh, okay, I will go into my my. You digress. No, I love it. No, I mean even with with peanuts, peanuts have arsenic in it. Like we're not <laughs> supposed to eat them. Almonds have like a layer around them that literally create a poison. Like we are literally, they're telling us, do not eat me. <laughs> Exactly. Do not eat me. I'm a peanut. I'm a vegetable. I am going to kill you. <laughs> like they're right. literally telling us that. And I see it in the inflammation. I mean, for me, not just, I, you know, I got so much more. I'm going to get very graphic. Disclaimer, we need to write Lana. We need to, to disclaimer, because I'm going to get very, very graphic here about my experience and my adaptation phase. All right. Here we go. This is super, super intimate. So in the first three days, I started excreting from my bowels parasites. Like I went through three phases of parasites over those first. <laughs> Lorenzo's like disgusted. No, no, he needs no. a barf bag. No, but I, I've, 
known about parasites. I worked with a naturopath. You know, you can do cleanses and different things. When you have no carbohydrates, you suffocate anything that's living in you. Yeast, we know, we know that this stuff exists. We know that we have parasites. They live in the lining, the mucosa, and different things. So, but to see them like that, I've never seen them before, and I've done cleanses. And then the second phase was even more shocking because these looked like little transparent fish. And then the <laughs> the final was something again different, but then it was done, and then like all of a sudden it just shut off. But when you're star starving your body of sugar, nothing can live. And you know there was all the yeast and everything, and I just I was so bloated and so bloated, and all of a sudden everything passed. Day six, I shed my fat pad, so I can only get rid of these like little little lumps of fat that I have on the side of my problem area. Um, when I'm dieting down severely, like when I did my bikini muscle competitions, and it just like sliced off, and this is the brown fat. So this is a very simple concept many of you will understand. When your body goes into starvation mode, it wants to hoard food. When you don't have enough fat, your body wants to hold on to fat. When you have carbs, it's gonna star the carbs. Carbs is fat, it's gonna go in your liver, it's gonna be excess. When you don't have enough fat, which we are clearly, clearly malnourished as a, as a society of fat, we're having so much of the, this problem. But it's not about combining having more fat and also carbs. The issue is that the carbohydrates are the evil here. When you have carbs, you secrete insulin, and insulin is where the problems happen, exactly. right? Exactly. And so when I went through this whole process, day six, I didn't just shed this fat pad, I actually passed a kidney stone. You have no idea what, like the trauma that this created. I was in LA at a Malanga, which is a tango social, like for two days leading up to it, I was like peeing brown, dark stuff. I was like, Jesus, like I am purging. I was drinking tons of water. I was eating lots of salt. I was just purging, purging. And then all of a sudden, I had this like sharp pain. And I'm like, oh my God, like something. I feel like my insides are being ripped out. I go to the bathroom. I start dripping blood in the toilet. I'm like, oh my God, it's it's day 14. There's no way this is my period. And then I have this excruciating pain. And I'm just like, then it releases. And I feel like I'm being torn apart. And I'm like, <gasps> and then I'm sitting there and the pain slowly starts to subside and I, I passed a fucking kidney stone. So what was happening was the oxalates were slowly starting to break apart because I wasn't getting any, is breaking it apart because the pH was changing so that this kidney stone could actually pass through me. In six days, my body was regenerating like a mad woman. I mean, that is powerful, powerful, powerful. powerful. And the carb craving stopped after day three. It's mm -hmm. like any addiction, you know, you you suffocate everything and then it kind of, you know, your, bo your body just like, okay, we're not getting it next thing. But then mm -hmm. the, the hunger for the fat happened and then I was like, I was on the roll, mm -hmm. like after the first three days. But, you know, the this is a for real phenomena that I, that it is something I really want people to start questioning in themselves or at least in their paradigm is the way that they eat and the way they consume food mm -hmm. and the fat and the carbs and really educate yourself because you know salt is not the antichrist fat is not the antichrist it's salt is bad when you have carbs because insulin you you absorb salt 
you absorb sugar and then you store it. When you have no carbs, insulin does not, it's not existing in the same way. Mm -hmm. It's very quiet. So mm -hmm. there's no salt to be absorbed. There's no hypertension. There's no diabetes. And so you need an excessive amount of salt to replenish or else you get, God, remember I, I was texting you, calling you, oh my God, I feel like shit, I'm craving or whatever. I wasn't getting enough fat and I wasn't getting enough salt. I needed to put butter on my steak and salt the shit out and then everything changed. So the body is working from a completely different place, yes, right? Totally. And you were the one who sent me, we call this carnivore porn. <gasps> Lorenzo sent me mm -hmm. carnivore porn. Indeed. And yeah. what was the carnivore porn that you sent me? Well, I've, what was the photo <laughs> of? The photo was, uh, <laughs> I think it was two or three steaks with the big chunks of butter on top with, uh, <laughs> with, with, uh, with a salt, a bunch of salt. And that's uh, exactly what we need, you know, the protein, the fat and the salt uh, for, you know, uh, uh, for the well functioning of the, the, this, this new system. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yes. And now you use a very particular type of salt though, right? Yeah, obviously, but that's because uh, sadly all the salt in this planet is contaminated. So even if you have the, the regular uh, sea salt now, um, it's, it you know, has been accumulating outside with all the elements and it, uh, it has all the, you know, the, the, the lead or the, the, you know, the, all this pollution that's accumulating in it and it grabs it and it stores it. So you have to have a salt coming from caves that are being, you know, uh, uh, you know, spared from all the contamination. And there's one, uh, I think it's Salt Lake City. It's it's called. I don't want to. I don't want to do any advertisement. But, <laughs> but you have to look for the right amount. I mean, the right. Uh, you would you would tell yourself if you want to say it. But um, it's it's you ha even the salt. not unless they sponsor my podcast. That's correct. <laughs> I'm I, I kidding. Was, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's a specific type of salt. Even I mean, because since you consume so much salt and so much fat, then yeah. uh, like the butter, good quality butter, obviously. And well, you uh, no, you can you can name the salt. It's okay. You can name the salt and the I butter. I believe it's used, called Redmond salt, and it's, it's from uh, Salt Lake City. Yeah. And uh, and the butter is presidential, right? Pre president from, from Pres I mean, it, because I'm biased. I'm, I'm, my mom is French, so I you know I'm promoting France. But it's a, it's a very high quality butter. It is uh, yeah, so you know, delicious. It, it makes it it makes it more delicious as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what about this pink Himalayan salt that you can get everywhere? <clears throat> well, I, that's the problem. I read about it that it's also con contaminated. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's it's good for you, but it's contaminated with pollution. That's why it's polluted. So mm -hmm. uh, that's why it, it needs to be from a specific area or or. or or digged in a, speci a specific area where that has not been contaminated, or has been preserved from all the pollution. Because yeah, you, if you care about what you put on your body and you want to be optimum now, obviously if you take a lot of salt and fat and put the right quality, you know, the good quality of, uh, mm -hmm. of, this, of these things. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, going back to what we were talking about consciousness, because I know mm -hmm. you didn't really want to talk about it, but I'm, I'm very much supportive of this. Like the parasites, parasites have a consciousness. They yeah. are, they are bugs. Right, and you talked about the the gut brain access, and mm -hmm. I had a podcast last season about it. Mandy was amazing; she talked all about it and mental health because I'm very much a supporter of mental health. How can we, how can we harness our ultimate power of our mind if we don't have our focus, we don't have our faculties, right? And this, not only does it clean, I mean, it's cleaning out your bowels so you have this <laughs> literally this clean place nothing can exist there can't be any yeast there can't be any parasites there can't be anything that's cultivating or fermenting i mean inflammation is from all of the sugar and the fermentation and with that comes these these bugs that like to live there for me 
it has taken me so quickly to the next level and my ability to connect with myself. Like you know, and, and many of my listeners, maybe not all of them, um, know how dedicated I am to my journey, my inner connection. Because inner, inner connection, your connection with your authentic self your higher self, if you want to use something that, you know, a term that's very trendy in the spiritual community. But when you connect with yourself as a God being, you need to have a clear connection to be able to receive what it is that you're here to do and what is right for you. Your guidance comes from your inner place. And your brain has to be able to, you know, receive that. And then your mind is supposed to say, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. That has to be a clear fucking pathway. And this, I mean, I know why I fell into the the carnivore now because it wasn't just because I was evolving in my consciousness and evolving in my mind. I was asking for more and the regenerative and all those other beautiful things. But I found that it gave me even more, which is the clarity. My ability to feel and sense my intuition is exponential than it was before. My ability to make clear decisions and control my mind and feel into my emotions is on a whole new level. It's really been able to, um, you know, declutter my brain. And so again, on that podcast with Mandy, she was talking about, we were talking about the different ways the brain and the gut communicate through humoral, hormonal, um, neuro, immune, mm-hmm. different different pathways. This is mm-hmm. all this is all a direct pathway. If that's right. not clear, how are you going to be able to really reach your highest potential in your mind to be able to hear that guidance? So mm-hmm. for me, this has just really opened me up. I've really stepped into a higher version of myself and my capacity and my ability. And I'm just getting things done in an easier way. Like it's it's been very powerful. And yes. and you know, like I said, it's it's my next level. I've totally unlock the next level. It's a different game Definitely. just by being able to eat in this fashion. So you've had some pretty miraculous uh, effects too in your physical body. Has it you know, created any sort of consciousness shifts or anything yeah. like that for you? Um, yeah, well, um, when I dare I ask, <laughs> I asked. <laughs> well, I was, tell, I was telling you that I was in a specific uh, state of mind of being when I, I got this information, and I believe that obviously it's totally uh, it was synchronized. You know, I I, I know uh, manifesting is a term that we use uh, very broadly now, and it's very uh, new agey, but it's the truth. You know, I believe I believe that wholeheartedly that I was in a, in a in a state of of, of being like you were, where I call I call upon myself this diet because that was what was missing. And to really finalize my, my 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 whole beingness, mm-hmm. right? So um, and I heard also from uh, even doctor, uh, some doctors and other beings uh, that they came to actually enlightenment or you know that that self realization by changing their diet. So it's opposite for me and maybe for you. You came from that desire of really fully reunite with yourself. You know your your true self. And, and uh, for other people, actually, they were totally just doing by desperation. They were sick all over and they didn't know who they were and they were sick and tired of being sick and tired. And they did it and they actually got to the point where they healed their bodies and then they had the, the opportunity with all the peace that came, comes from that diet because you're so in line with your health self that uh, they had that illumination or come to self, uh, whatever you know, people want to call it. Yeah, so it is truly, of course, it's it's you cannot have uh, one without the other. You know, when we talk about the 
the physicality of it, but there's a lot more than that. And it's how, you know, again, it's how far you want to, you want to dig into that subject, but it's very broad. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's magnificent actually. So, um, and I believe that's what we, we're supposed to do. Now, a lot of people will say, uh, just a, a little disclaimer, a lot of people would say, yeah, but you know, eating meat, all this stuff, it's, uh, it's always, you know, the heart disease, heart disease. I just want to throw that in there because please, I forgot please. to mention it real quick, but it's also the fact that, uh, and you were mentioning uh, the, the sugar and the, the carbs always uh, imply inflammation in a way, you know, you can do some research, all this creates inflammation in the body and inflammation into the veins as well. If you inflame in your in your uh, articulations and your tendons, you also have inflammation in your heart uh, system mm -hmm. and in the veins and your, your, your uh, the pipes, I would say. Yes. <laughs> um, so, um, and then if you, re if you uh, uh, um, retrieve that inflammation, then uh, it doesn't matter how much fat uh, or, or you will not clog your arteries. That's right. The, the cholesterol comes to heal your, your, the plate start to accumulate because you have inflammation in your veins and it comes as a defense system but you never heal because you always do the same thing you always eat the same thing so your body is well designed to heal your you know your veins and it's but you it accumulates the plates and it, at one point it gets clogged because you never change your diet and if you and the american diet which is meats and you know meats and potatoes does it doesn't match together it's we are talking strictly meat and fat so people need to understand that because the first the first uh, resistance i had and that's why i wanted to mention it on your podcast is because always like oh yeah but it's heart disease it's not true yeah. if you do your research it's not true it's uh, inflammation comes and you reduce inflammation you you take away also the the, the you know the diseases but uh, i didn't want to digress on the physicality but i know there's a lot of resistance on that too and that's i'm so glad that you brought that up <laughs> because this is something all me too that i was very concerned about or or not concerned question about yeah. i wanted to make sure that you know i wasn't going to do something that was going to create a problem because i don't have any health issues so I, you know, was, you know, reading a little bit more about this. I know keto has been around for a long time. There's a lot more research on it. But even still, keto has some of its limitations. Um, people still have the carb cravings. They still have the problems with it. Mm -hmm. There are there are not a lot of studies on the strict carnivore as of yet. Correct. And there would be a lot of threat to the current system should there be. So I am not surprised, being a medical <laughs> professional, I'm not saying anything other than that, but I understand it because it would completely hijack the paradigm. So maybe in 17 years when the research translates into practice, this will be a different, you know, will be in a totally different, you know, conversation. This will be mainstream. But so people are always skeptical at the beginning because like, well, it's new. New is scary. Innovation is worrisome. Someone has to pioneer it. And so there's many people who have pioneered it. And repeatedly over and over and over again, I have not seen anyone or read really any any testimonials because people are always very excited to talk shit about anyone the first opportunity they can talk shit about you or write a bad review they are going to light it up okay but rarely will someone say something positive i have not read any negative testimonials about someone who is committed fully to the carnivore diet except healthcare professionals and people warning against it because there isn't research on it. Right. So I'm expecting to have lots and lots of people shitting on this 
if this is a bad thing and people are getting worse, but I'm not getting the case. Mm -hmm. In fact, the opposite is happening. People are coming off of their diabetic medication. They are reversing diabetes because if you're not secreting insulin, you're not having the whole carb thing, you know, this is not medical advice. I'm not telling you anything. Again, another big disclaimer, but people are having serious transformations in their physiology because they're not, they're giving themselves a break. Even, even if it's not a long-term thing, although it can be, my belief at this point is it can be um, a long-term solution for people. Because again, like you said, if there's no sugar, there's no inflammation, if there's no inflammation, nothing is gonna stick. There's, nothing's there's gonna stick to your bowels. Mm -hmm. Nothing's gonna stick to your arteries. And we know that diabetes, you know, is is sort of the the beginning of all of the metabolic syndrome and all of the cascade. So you eliminate the process that creates that, then the whole thing gets deconstructed. It's very simple and that's what we're seeing in the trend. So I'm really excited about bringing this forward for people. Again, this is what I'm doing. It's been transformational for me. Um, something to investigate for yourself. Don't make any decisions without really educating yourself. It might be a little difficult for you to get a healthcare professional on your side, although they are out there, but start educating yourself at least. Start, you know, um, you know, really step back and analyze what you're doing now, what your goals are, what you want, and look at something like this, maybe with a little bit more of an objective um, mindset. Don't, you know, this podcast is all about pushing your limits, right? It's about unlocking. And that means having an innovative, curious mind and being willing to step back and really take a look at things in with, you know, hard truth. So um, hopefully that will be very helpful for you. Now, this new season is all about game show, getting to know you a little bit. I know I have a little bit of time left. Sorry, Lana, I'm gonna go over, but we have to do the game. We need to get to know Lorenzo a little bit more. Wow. All right, so I have my computer because I forgot to print out my list. So I'm gonna <laughs> pull it a little closer. So I have a pinwheel that I ordered. It's like a literally, literally a spinny wheel that I'm gonna have a bunch of different games on. Um, when I get to that point when I in the season, but I'm gonna have everyone like like spin it We're gonna do some really fun things, but we're gonna do this Q&A like I did with the last session because I thought that it was pretty fun <laughs> Are you ready? I don't know. Are you ready we'll Lorenzo? <laughs> oh my goodness if my computer opens up Okay, here we go. All right. It's rapid-fire. We do you know what Lana's mm -hmm. a note We need to do like a little bit of theme music when I do this like like Jason music yeah, <laughs> we'll throw some some like eerie music, like pressure music, like the most pressure pressure music that we can find to really make them sweat. I know. I'm, I'm getting nervous already. Really make them sweat. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Reality TV shows or documentaries? Documentaries. Dancing or singing? Dancing. You are a good karaoke. Let me tell you, he's an amazing karaoke singer. But he, yes, he's an amazing dancer. Makes sense. Cats or dogs? Uh, now cats. Why cats? Personality. Oh, yeah? Elusive. Elusive, spiritual, mm. uh, loving, very loving, but on their terms. On their terms. They choose you. Mm. I like that. I like to be chosen, not just be... Um, okay, I love you because it's my nature. <laughs> <laughs> because I love everything and I'm just a dog and everything is pretty and rainbows are pretty That's and bubbles right. are pretty. I want to be recognized. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I see you. Um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh my God. 
I the first one flying, obviously, because that was my my childhood childhood uh, dream. I would say. And you're a pilot, so you I'm just want to you want to be flying without without the without the plane, the engines, <laughs> without the engines. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what was the last movie that made you cry? Oof. Okay. Oh my God, I can't remember. Um, all right, let's say The Matrix. I didn't really cry, but I got emotional. It's like overwhelming. Overwhelming. Which one? The first one. The first one. Yeah. And then for the same reason we talked about, and pretty much. People will make the connection, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if they make the connection. Yeah, yeah. We'll, see. we'll see. Comment uh, to us if you make the connection. <laughs> um, oh, this one's a good one, because you have places in the mountains and the ocean. Mountains or ocean? Oh, that's... Okay, I'll say ocean, because I was born close to the sea, and that's <gasps> my stuff. The mountains just cried. Yeah, but it's you, like a you, child. You can't pick a favorite. Exactly. But, you, uh, but we all have one. <laughs> I have to play the game, so I have to choose, right? You have to choose. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So when you're not doing carnivore, so Lorenzo, you do cheat days. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course. So not yes. everyone on carnivore does, but you yeah. like to refuel because yeah. you're really hardcore. You're really strict. Yeah. Um, what is your go-to comfort food? So like when you want to like gorge yourself, what food would you, you would say like comfort <clears throat> food? Yeah, like probably a carb, right? A carb, uh, Italian food, any type. Pasta, pasta, pizza, yeah, Italian food, yeah. That's Ice my. cream. And then, oh yeah, when you talk about des the, uh, dessert, then it will be chocolate. Any Anything, carb. whatever your comfort. Like if you, oh. if today was carb day, carb load day. What would you? I would go with Italian food and then chocolate cake at the end with ice cream and cream. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. What was your favorite book of all time? Oh, okay, my book of all time. Oh, that would be. That's a that's a spiritual book. What is it? It's uh, from the uh, new a new earth. I mean, that was transformative to me initially. That's why. That's Eckhart. Yeah, Eckhart yeah. Tolle. Yeah. Mm. But okay. it, it's not. I mean, yeah, it was. I think it was impactful for me initially. That's why I remember it as my best book. But there's okay. many of them. Okay, and this is the last question. What was the most impactful quote or excerpt from any of the books you read? Most impactful in your life? Maybe it was from Eckhart's book. I think the quote, the most, the most uh, quote that I have really uh, focused on all my life was "Know thyself." Right. And I don't know if it comes from a book. I mean, it's it's Greek, right? I mean, I think it's uh, there's a specific term now. I don't remember how it's said in Greek, but it's not thyself. That's the quote that really remind uh, is more ingrained in my in me. Know thyself because then it pushes you to really know about everything, right? You know, thyself is knowing everything. Ooh, that's a whole episode too. <gasps> knowing thyself. That's what we're here for. All right, that's it. I hope this was informative. I'm so passionate about this carnivore thing. I'm going to keep you guys updated. I'll probably be posting more about it too. Um, it's just been so amazing and transform transformational for me. Thank you, Lorenzo. Mm -hmm. You He bestowed so much wisdom on me when I was embarking on this, this journey. Um, so thank you for that. My thank pleasure. you for being here and letting me no blab. I barely let him talk today, but you know. <laughs> No, it was my pleasure he, He's so kind. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time.